Check, check. Check, check. Check, one, two. Just the tips set up. Hopefully those TikToks will come back. Yeah, they're coming back now. There they are. All right, so in may take them a minute to load up, but that's cool. So we already know how that's going to work. All right, I'm going to come swinging in because I think, I think this Just the Tips is almost 10 minutes. Jesus Christ, all right. <clears throat> so I'm going to turn my mic down. Got so I can turn my air conditioner back on once I get it started. Nope, stop. Yet, gotta be just right. Tips, full sized, screen shared, and we're back on the Media Virus Podcast. And here we go with episode number fifty of Just the Tips. Just the Tips. With Stanley McFadden. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Dick Daddy Professor, Big Dickology from the U of V, bringing at you another episode of Just the Tips. Tonight's episode is episode number 50, the Big 5 0. Tonight's episode. Something near and dear to Big Daddy's all black heart. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially sundress season. And because it is officially sundress season, there are rules that must be followed, ladies, to sundress season. First and foremost, there are two different styles of sundresses that are acceptable for sundress season. First one is the tight, clingy, super clingy sundress. That style holds the same rules as leggings do. If you cannot properly fill out a pair of leggings, you cannot properly fill out the clingy sundress. Rule number two, clingy sundresses must be accompanied either by a thong or by going commando. I don't write these rules, I simply enforce them. The other style of sundress is the loose flowing sundress can either be short or long depending on you know what you got in your leg situation down there 
the important thing is that your booty be big enough for that sundress to float in the air just a little bit before it drops off the cliff of that ass. Similar to the clingy sundress, the flowy sundress must be accompanied either by a thong, a booty short, or nothing at all. Just as long as it is loose and flowing. Now, ladies, keep in mind that whichever style of sundress that you prefer to wear for this sundress season, be it the tight and clingy, or be it the loose and flowing, keep in mind that sundress season is also getting railed in a sundress season. So as you're wearing them sundresses, keep in mind that all eyes are going to be on your assets. And we just looking for that, that wiggle jiggle. Every step you take, there's that wiggle jiggle, wiggle jiggle, wiggle jiggle. That's what we like. Ladies, this is a good time to make sure that you getting them squats done in the gym. Ask the grass, keep your form tight. Do your squats, do your good mornings. Make sure you do your leg curls, your hamstrings. Get that booty popping like a capital P. That's what I'm talking about. Just a pow. Furthermore, as sundress season gets underway, make sure that you are uh, giving your man access to them assets. Because we celebrate sundress season together. You celebrate by wearing it. You celebrate by lifting that bitch up over your head and going to town. Because this is how we as men celebrate sundress season. Next rule, regardless of which style of sundress you wear, this is a good season to remember to shave your goddamn legs. Jesus Christ, I know that this is 2023 and some rules are going out the window, but Trim your shit. Shave them legs. Jesus. Furthermore, if you've got the loose, flowy sundress, this is a good opportunity to test out sitting on that man's face. Ladies, we are willing to die for it. Sit on his motherfucking face. Drown that motherfucker in, in cum. Just drown him. Drown me. I'll do it. I'll take it. I, I, I put it on my tombstone. Big Daddy died doing what he loved. I'll die for it. Not the point. Sundress season. Next rule for sundress season. Make sure that you let that man know that there ain't no panties on underneath that sundress. Let him know at the beginning of the day if you're going to go out. Tease him all morning. Say you're going out to, I don't know, Target or where the fuck you want to go. Make sure that man knows. Make sure you let him slap that ass every now and again. Let him know that as soon as y'all get the opportunity, it's go time. Sundress season is a time for all of us everywhere to celebrate. Hats off. We celebrate the curves that make you who you are. 
that make us shed a tear for that booty. This is what sundress season is all about, ladies. Make sure you wear that sundress loud and proud. Next rule for sundress season, be willing to ride that man's dick in your sundress. Just roll it up, sit right on it. Just ride it, just ride it. These are the things that we wait all year for. Finally, summer's here. Sundress season, ladies celebrated appropriately. Roll it up. If it's the clingy one, you know, you can just roll it up, peel it up. If it's the loose flowing one, perfect. Just, you know, pick that wedgie out of your ass, sit on it and ride that motherfucker in that loose flowy sundress. Sundress season. Last but not least, sundress season, in order to be properly celebrated by both parties, must be celebrated with at least one outdoor sex session. You can choose, night or day, doesn't matter. Again, these are the rules. I didn't write them. I just enforce them. This is how we celebrate sundress season. Gotta have one, ladies. Gotta have one outdoor session. You can pick the time. You can, Or better yet, let that man know that he can pick the time. Let him know that he can pick the time and the place. And just prepare yourself to be taken. Taken to pound town. Population one. Enjoy sundress season, ladies and gentlemen. Celebrate it accordingly. Follow the rules. Everybody gonna be happy. Soon enough, it'll be fall. And then it'll be gray sweatpants season. And then it'll be our time to shine. Until then, Big Daddy, TMVP Media Virus Episode 50-50-50. Happy fucking. I just want to make the statement that it is absolutely never gray sweatpants season for me. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not a big a sweatpants guy either. No, but I'm, I'm, it's not the reason that women enjoy men wearing gray sweatpants is the reason why I don't wear gray sweatpants. Can't make you a know? dick print. Can you <laughs> no. make an impressive ball silhouette though? Huge balls. <laughs> um, but, uh, I <clears throat> see, Sundress season is nice. It is. But I prefer uh, what I call Han Solo season, and, <laughs> w- and which also is, has also been referred to as sweater meat season. Uh-huh. Um, so a sweater meat, obviously, is fits uh, in a sweater. Yeah. And there's just something. Yeah. Something so wonderful about tits in a sweater. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I just do. But uh, and Han Solo is when all women wear uh, jeans, uh, thigh boots, white shirt, and a vest. Yeah, and that's best. Best sightings are at Starbucks. That's right.
That's right. But uh, those are, those are, I don't, I mean, there's just, see, in my opinion, if you're not filling out a clingy sundress, it is hence a flowing sundress. So yeah. I also, <clears throat> I don't know. I, uh, I mean, yeah, it's hot. It's whatever, but I don't know if I would, if I, I don't know if I could talk about sundresses for 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> it's definitely something he's into, man. Yeah. And it's, I get I'm it. Not, I'm not saying, you know, I, I, it's not something I, I, I think about on the regular, but he made some, right. some really good points. He does. And, uh, now we, when we post that to Spotify. Yes. But that's not going to be for a while. No, that won't. Uh, we've got the first season has, has been, is now completely posted. First season is 12 episodes. I've, I've got to get, I've got to put some time aside and, and reconfigure some of the older episodes into the format. And then, uh, I'll set up a full second season of, of 12 more to, to come down the pike and we'll get going in that fashion soon. Okay. All right. <clears throat> but, uh, but, the, uh, the first, the first full season of, of, uh, cause there was some, Just some the photos in there, there that now. he was, you know, he was, there were some funny memes that he had yes. dropped in between as he was talking, which he's, he's started to add. Yeah. Yeah, the audio presentation doesn't really translate that well. So you can, you know, go check out the video, which is what we're doing right now. Yep. It's a live stream. This same episode, you know, it's the same uh, episode number. Yeah. And I usually do Towards po- the end. I usually post a link in the in the show notes for uh, the C block, uh, which we are in right now with just the tips. Um I usually post a link in our show notes for the C block so that you could go to see the, the most, the most recent, just the tips associated with the show. Well, that's neat. Osquito. Aren't you something? I try. I there try. You go. So if you're, you know, if you want to see that, you can uh, just hit the link down below. Yep. All right. So, uh, the other thing that I wanted to get into was, uh, I've, I've, we, we talked last week about our, our issue with the link list. So we've, we've removed TikToks from the link list and in the interim, because I didn't come up with a, a new way of doing things, um, uh, Maddie sent his TikToks right to the MediaVirus TikTok account. So I got uh, a, a stream of TikToks that Matt wanted to talk about right stream in stream of consciousness, right in the in the in the messages. Uh, and I decided that you know, I you know, I thought about this the other day. I said I could just I could just re you know i could just share that content right to the mediavirus.com so i'm i'm going to try to create a post now instead of you know in the past i was doing a a, a little uh powerpoint presentation to to bring all the all the tiktoks together uh i i think this uh this setup is going to work um getting it getting it ready on screen right now um so that we can not only look at TikToks here and talk about them, but if you're listening to this as an audio presentation, you're wondering what the hell are these guys looking at? You can go and watch the TikToks at themediavirus.com. Um, they, they should be they should be available, and the post should be live now. As we speak, as we speak, you should be able to see this post on themediavirus.com. Um, I'm gonna share my screen so everybody can take a look at it. You'll come into the, the mediavirus.com website and, and it'll it'll look just just like this. Here we go. The the good old TikTok nonsense is what I called it this week. 
And then we have the TikToks that that pop up right there in the yeah. feed. Boston Mass, uh, a Boston police officer got sucked into a slide at a playground on Congress Street, downtown Boston. EMS is looking for the officer. And I think this is one that I came across and stuffed in here, but... Yeah, I was like, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, and this is actually the only one that I've added this week. And go. I'm trying to get it to play. It doesn't seem to want to cooperate. There we go. Um. Takes a while to load. Okay, that, that was that was cute. <laughs> yeah, they just they just uh, took a slide. Uh, the, the cop did a slide, you know, tube slide. Yep, and uh, they ran the video backwards. Yep, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on from the from the caption. It didn't make sense to me, but now it does. So why can I not seem to locate a control to get away from this? I want to go back to. Guess I'll have to. I wanted to keep it full screen, but okay, here we go. I see it's going to open. It's going to open these each individually. So here we come down to the the next TikTok because if you look, they're just I've populated them into a post, and and you can go right through and 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 look at what we're looking at. This one seems to be Jack. Now, can't we just put the sound on and? Well, you would think, right? Why do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> Her face, the end of that. <laughs> How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. And that's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it really yeah. is. This user comes to the actual question, how do I consistently lie enough to myself to permanently gaslight my brain into thinking I'm okay? I think you mean affirmations. Thanks so much for commenting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So where's the... Why am I not seeing the right control on this? There it is. Audio and... You're a feminist. Yeah. What is the difference between a feminist and a knife? There, what sort of a comparison is that? I don't understand. Should I tell you the answer? Uh. At least a knife has a point. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> At least a knife has a point. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Which is a theme this week. It, it would seem, right? So then we've got... Like, what do you do? Let's review the comments. Them now unfollowing, too. Like, that's for the girls to do. I woke up this morning and... Uh, why did it start in the middle? I just wanted to... No, I think he's... It starts with, let's look at the comments. And they did. So what I'm getting out of this are two conclusions. One, that men are starting to act the way women have been acting. And that two, y'all don't like it. It's almost like no one likes being treated like ass. Having respect for yourself is not just for the girls. So if setting boundaries and not tolerating disrespect is a sassy mandemic, then mask up, bitches, because it's not going away in two years. 
POV dating during the sassy pandemic of 2023. Why can't you start any conversation? Like, do you even want me? Like, what do you? Let's review the comments. Them now unfollowing too. Like, that's for the girls to do. I woke up this morning and was blocked. Like, he said this emoji during an argument. I texted him, what you doing? And he said, wouldn't you like to know? Nah. When he uses the eye roll emoji. Agwek says, when a man actually wants a mutual relationship. I'm pretty sure this is just a dude being facetious to see if the girlies would agree with him. And they did. So what I'm getting out of this are two conclusions. One, that men are starting to act the way women have been acting. And that two, y'all don't like it. It's almost like no one likes being treated like ass. Having respect for yourself is not just for the girls. So if setting boundaries and not tolerating disrespect is a sassy mandemic, then mask up, bitches, because it's not going away in two years. There you go. Yeah. I mean, she pretty much said it all. Yep. So, you know, men are starting to just completely, you know, change their game. Curing patients, yeah. a sustainable business model. The April 10th report allegedly goes to the pros and cons of new gene therapy treatments being worked on by biotech companies. In it, analysts argue that one-shot cures are bad for business and that curing diseases diminish the potential of new patients, saying, for example, quote, in the case of infectious diseases such as hepatitis C, curing existing patients also decreases the number of carriers able to transmit the virus to new patients. The memo pointed to Gilead Sciences drug that cured hepatitis C 90% of the time, which translates from $12.5 billion in sales in 2015 to $4 billion this year. Matt Uris for CBS 11 News. Well, that's interesting. That's a fun little news, news break, right? That, yeah. You know, they don't really want to cure diseases. They just want to keep you sick and keep getting other people sick so they can sell you meds. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. It's I, almost like. It's what I've said before. You know, healthy people do not pay the bills there. No. They do not. Yeah, they're they're burning 42 million tires in Kuwait. They sure are. And uh, as soon as that comes back around, we'll start it so that we get the audio. I don't know if there's. It's just this guy talk is just pretty much reading the reading the thing. But it, you know, we we've, we've got to like cut electric cars that we can't charge. Uh -huh. uh, we you know we've got to cut gasoline out of our out of our existence we've got to cut all these fossil fuels out we've got to take away gas ranges take away our chlorofluorocarbon you know, they want to they want to fucking biden signed a thing or doing something i don't fucking know um you know i get headlines and just go oh christ then you get read again um, how far to the problem yeah not burning tires like that not not 42 million tires burning in the desert 42 million yeah oh my gosh yeah so don't forget, it's the cow fart. It's it, it's any anything in the West is wow. the issue. It's never anywhere else that needs to cut back or right. kill right. livestock. Nope. Or stop growing food. It's almost always America. In fact, you see Kuwait again. Um, all right. So you know, just let's. I'm not saying anything at all. I'm just just showing you the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. You put them together, however the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm not trying to espouse my opinion on anybody else. This is the information I come across, and it scares the shit out of me. And I, I, I believe that there are 42 million tires in Kuwait that are on fire. Well, okay, We saw quite well, a few of them on fire there. I, I didn't stop and well, count. Gonna, you but, know, they're trying to burn 42. And not for nothing, but like, what do you think happens to tires? Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what, I mean, what are we going to do with all these tires? 
yeah, there's only there's only so much so many tires you can actually recycle. Um, and some some tires do get recycled. They, there's mulches that they make out of them. Um, I know in the the industry that I worked in for a long time, the traffic control industry, we we take the sidewalls and use them to hold our our traffic drums in place. Um, so there are uses for some of that material, but again, we're probably not recycling enough of them to make to make that tire fire go away. <laughs> Right. I mean, they, I mean, I remember it was this big, you know, this big ecological breakthrough that we were going to fucking sink tires in the ocean and build, you know, coral reefs and shit. Right. Because we're trying, we're just trying to figure out with all what to do with all the shit that we produce. Yep. And like, that really is the best idea that that you can come up with for most of the shit is sink it in the ocean and let the fish live in it. Right. But what are we doing to the fucking ocean? You know, I don't. Well, yeah. Tell we, me, salt water doesn't react with rubber at all. It doesn't break down at any level. I'm sure that there's a problem somewhere along the line. Right. It's the, you know, like, what are you going to do about it? That's the point. I'm going to watch another TikTok, to be honest All with right, you. let's do that. Ben like Shapiro. any other business, the news media, we have to be able to make money by producing the news. Fact checkers are now incentivizing media outlets to comply with the WEF GARM narratives by determining what is and what is not monetizable. The WEF GARM WFA, they're all actively working with social media companies to censor what they consider to be misinformation, which very often is just good information with which they disagree. Finally, the WEF, WFA, GARM, they're all aggressively pouring billions of dollars a year into news and content that drives their preferred narrative. Narratives that are often counterfactual at best and harmful at worst. There you go. I don't, you know, we're just, it's kind of, you know, there's this running theme that everything's fucked. Oh, yeah, we lost to TikTok. Yeah, something went wrong there. Yeah. I thought you would find this interesting. Okay. The big reason it's the biggest because they had so much data. Uber obviously has. All right, so what What we... What's going on? It jumped on me. Hang on. Let me... Uh, I guess we, we can run this guy from here. It's a different TikTok altogether. Husbands who complain about having zero sex have no idea how the female sex drive actually works, and the complaining makes it much worse. My favorite thing is when couples come in and they haven't had sex in a year, and I ask why, and she looks at him and says, because he hasn't asked. And he says, well, I kind of hinted, and you just never seemed interested. And she says, well, when was the last time you spent time with me? Well, why would I spend time with you if you're not having sex with me? And that right there is exactly the spiral. Women, after one year, their sex drive switches from bonding with you mode to long-term stability and mate retention. If you have given her the adequate emotional bonding, her sex drive will go way up because her brain says, keep this man around and have as many of his babies as I can. I've worked with couples in their 60s. They come in having very little sex and they leave after a few sessions having sex three or four or five times a week because they improve their actual emotional intimacy, which leads to better non-sexual physical intimacy, which then leads overwhelmingly to sexual physical intimacy. Makes sense to me. I didn't post that, so I'm not sure where that came from. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but uh, it it makes sense. That's not the that's. Um, I don't know where it came from. Maybe maybe that was a big daddy. There's Harvard research on the pay gap was, and he did it, <clears throat> and basically it went into uh, they studied Uber drivers, right? And how you know men make more on average driving Uber than. Yeah, I remember women do. I remember seeing that one. But the Here we go. 
It's the way so much data. Actually. And men and women both drive Ubers in America. They looked at the paying and they were like, well, women are getting paid less at Uber. How does that make sense? Because it's obviously all automated. What a great way of studying male and female behavior to work out what is in this gap. And there's three things in the gap. The first was men drove at different times at night. So men would do the graveyard shifts, early mornings where you're getting paid more. They would want to do that. Women less so. The second was that men were more likely to stick with the platform for longer. So they had more experiences and they benefited from that experience. Makes sense of any job. And the third reason, which is 50% of the gap, was that men just drive faster. <laughs> <laughs> so drive a little faster guys and you'll close that gap that's that's Uber, so so that just shows it wasn't discrimination that's causing the pay gap in Uber it was just behavior. heavy right foot different types of behaviour and I guess we can have a discussion of what shapes that behaviour but we need to start that conversation with it's not discrimination at least in Uber different types of behaviour and that's I think that, that that explains most of when you look at when you look at these big huge numbers from a big you know from far back it, it looks like something is wrong yeah but when you study the way people behave, you can you know, start to see, start to see why these things are, yeah. these things are happening. I, years ago, I, I, I did it as an audio book, but Freakonomics was a great nonfiction that was out. And the, the whole premise there is the guys who wrote it are economists. And they had this idea that what if they applied the concepts of, of studying an economy to other everyday situations, you know, risk and reward and, and things like that. And they were able to find really interesting little bits and pieces about things that you wouldn't necessarily think about, but it, it explained how things happened the way that they did and why. It, it, really an interesting uh, piece um, once, you, once you see how they, they sort of they ask questions they ask what end up being the right questions that you wouldn't necessarily, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think to ask right away and come up with some pretty interesting answers such as, such as those that we just saw on that TikTok. I don't know who this is. Uh, not sure. Called the comment section. Opinion, but also men can get pregnant. Men are oppressing us. But also, it's okay if biological men take over our spaces and our sports. Women are so over-sexualized in this culture, but it's empowering if women are the ones sexualizing themselves. Are you guys quite done yet? Like, are you okay? That just about sums it up. This is my friend, Brianna Robinson. You should absolutely go follow her. She's fabulous. It's incredibly hypocritical, as everything is. Modern-day feminism is not consistent in the slightest. Somebody commented and said, high empathy and low IQ generally correlate with feelings over facts. I mean, that's the basis of modern-day feminism. I think not for nothing, but that kind of looks like Ben Shapiro transitioning. <laughs> okay, don't you think? I mean, don't you think that chick looks a lot like Ben Shapiro? Okay, you don't think you don't see it? Um, I, I, I can I'm not see it sure. A little bit. I'm not sure. I'd know Ben Shapiro if I tripped over him. Oh well, he, we just did a TikTok from him like two, oh. two TikToks back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's Ben Shapiro. Okay. Yeah, I see there that. Doesn't that look just like Ben Shapiro? It looks a good bit like him, yeah. I just thought this was funny. Yeah. The Pirates versus the Phillies and there's no score? Yep. Spells out poop. Every time it's... It gets funnier every goddamn time I say it. That's all it is, is Beavis the life right there. <laughs> spells, yeah, when the, when the Phillies play the Pirates, it spells out poop. <laughs> no. 
but know the dread of your dick touching the inside of the toilet bowl. And it's true, if your hog touches the porcelain, it feels like a cold kiss from a truck stop streetwalker's ghost. But I wasn't prepared <laughs> for the ladies' rebuttal. Men will never know what it feels like to have a fart creep forward and go up inside your vagina. Then you gotta do a weird bend to re-fart your fart. Ladies, you're recycling your toots through your cooter like an air purification system? I knew the corn cutter and the southern Stacy were neighbors, but I didn't know they were whispering in each other's ears. How often does it happen? And does this hurt? In theory, if you didn't like someone, they say you were dating them, they did some did you dirty, you could put like a fanny fart up in there and then when they go down to eat it, you just pop, pop them in the face with it. I'm just spitballing here and follow me, you fucking idiots. <laughs> You know, I've thought about that often, though, because I've had, I've had farts, like, rolled down your taint and into your nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, oh, God, thank God that's all closed off. <laughs> On California, prompting state officials to ask electric vehicle owners to refrain from charging their cars in hopes of avoiding power outages. But putting out this call just a week after unveiling plans to ban the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by the year 2035. What? <laughs> it, the future is coming. Yes, it is. The future is coming, and uh, and and here's the here's the thing is uh, that's the, that's the part that drives me nuts. Like we can't. You're gonna you're gonna ban gasoline engines. Yeah. And we can't charge. The cars that we have. That's right. Now, we're not in California. And but, now I, I mean, can control where you go and when you go there. Right. It's the whole fucking point. And everybody's just like, oh, this is a great idea. Fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I don't, who, oh my God. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is another. Time. An appeal to authority. American Academy of Pediatrics, American appeal Academy of Child appeal and to Authority, appeal to authority. Keep no, going. I mean, but, but that, it's a logical fallacy where the claim in your argument basically is justified because an authority figure said it. American Medical Association, American Pediatric Association, dozens and Remember dozens. Remember when doctors of the said smoking was good for you? You're not citing science; you're citing government approval. That's it. That's your argument. I'm not going to let you move forward in your argument. It's like. Uh, there's been a lot of authority figures who have said a lot of things that are not true and probably dangerous and wrong. So now you know. Now there you, you know. I mean, I, there's we've just gone through all this, you know, and that's a good way, you know, to, just to know that if, you know, somebody starts fucking screaming all these. We just went in. Dude, I just there's so much money being poured into fucking lying to us. Yeah. By by every fucking and there's all these new institutions that never existed before. Where do these institutions come from? Well, to be honest, Just because with it's you, the American, you know, there are the American institution of uh, everything cool. There are there are companies based right here in Delaware where you can uh, fill out a few forms and and get yourself your very own LLC, uh, which is a limited liability corporation. Uh, and set it up as whatever type of organization you like and ultimately become a 5013C or whatever. And, you know, as long as you name it right, you're going to have, you know, you can make yourself an authority as long as somebody quotes you in the right spot and people buy into it based on your shiny new name. Yeah, right? It's, I don't. Hey, hey. 
There's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. No. You're, that's the point. Do you, you don't have to, if you want to call yourself the world's best, you know, uh, coffee shop. Yep. There's nothing fucking stopping you from naming that. There's if nothing. you want to call, if you want to call yourselves the American Federation of of Union Workers, for example, you just can. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're American Federated Union or a worker, you can just do that. That's right. If you want to start the American Association of Dog Fuckers, you can do that. You don't even have to fuck dogs. No, it's probably better if you don't. <laughs> but you know, just because of the you know animal abuse charges that you would right. Yeah, it's not cool to fuck dogs. But then again, you I guess with a name like that, you would be constantly yeah, constantly defending yourself against the accusation all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it it would really be it would likely become tiresome. Stop them from killing souls. No more helmet laws, no more seatbelt laws. One fence between you and the panda bear at the zoo because if you can't figure out the operative part of panda bear is bear, you're a fucking sandwich and that's the way nature intended, all right? <laughs> Knives are sharp. Coffee will burn your junk off. If life is too hard, kindly leave. We need the parking. I am tired of catering to people who can't simple out the basic fundamental. We have so many warning signs on everything. I saw a warning sign on a door the other said, caution, automatic door. Why? That's one of the good robots. Like some guy walk up to it at the door because, ah, fuck witchcraft. No, it's a door. <laughs> we should go the other way. We should have giant open threshing machines in every major nightclub district like that just get cranked on at 3 a.m. with a case of Bud Light Lime in front of it. And then some dipshit with a chain over his t-shirt who can't operate a baseball cap wanders out and goes holy shit free <laughs> problem solved problem solved <laughs> I like him he's angry yeah <laughs> and, he, and he makes a valid point uh, this, uh, this is smoking there you go oh no this is hey to wear a butt plug to an MRI my name is Courtney Peterkin and I'm a personal injury attorney here in upstate New York it's the personal injury case that is sweeping the nation the commotion stems from a post by Twitter user at Bradius Zero, alleging that a lawsuit had been filed against a sex toy company after a person purchased a butt plug that was advertised as being 100% silicone and then wore said butt plug to an MRI appointment. The tweet reads, much to clients' dismay, butt plug in fact has metallic core. Butt plug is accelerated at the speed of sound into client's chest cavity. The Twitter user was also kind enough to provide a copy of the imaging. And what kind of person would I be if I didn't share it with you? <laughs> it's an interesting case for sure. I don't believe that this is a product liability case because there's nothing actually wrong with the product itself. Instead, I would say that it's more a negligence case in the sense that the sex toy company marketed this product as 100% silicone when in fact it was metal at its core. Now, while this case has that wow factor that we attorneys refer to, it might be a tough case. Now, when bringing this case, they're going to have to prove that the sex toy company had a duty to the purchaser. Part of that analysis is mm -hmm. foreseeability. So the question then becomes whether or not it was reasonably foreseeable for the sex toy company to anticipate that a purchaser of the butt plug would then wear it to an MRI where it would be rocketed into his chest cavity. But could this sex toy company foresee this happening? Hmm. Jury's still out on that. I'm only kidding. This case has not gone to trial. But if it does, I could see this being a problem. <laughs> I think this goes back to the to the uh, to the you know previous TikTok is we're going to wind up putting you're going to have warning labels on butt plugs. 
Well, not for nothing. If you wear... if you've ever purchased a sex toy, the the one thing that appears somewhere on the package is this I this is a novelty item. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's... and they say that because their defense is, well, we never intended for you to do that with it. Right, we were just fucking around. We're just it's 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 suggested that that's what it could you could do with it, but this is a novelty product that we're selling. I yeah, I <clears throat> dude. They sell butt plugs at Walmart. <laughs> okay. At the, at the, um, well, at least the one in, uh, where the fuck was I? It was either one in uh, Delaware or the one in Cinnamons in New Jersey. Yeah. And it's at the express checkout. Uh, it's and an impulse item. Call it, I don't know why they call it the express checkout because they always have the slowest fucking person they can find. Yes. Manning that. And, I was, you know, standing there waiting on the, just kind of out of the way. And I, sure. go, I always get out of the way and I, cause my wife's usually the one interacting. Right. And I, I kind of just go, uh, you know, around and I start, I start looking and they got the condoms. Sure. Okay, whatever. And then I, I was like, is that a, is that a vibrator in the express checkout at Walmart? And then I was like, wait a minute. I just kept looking. I'm like, that's a much bigger vibrator. They have two sizes of vibrators. And then they have butt plugs. I was so shocked. I mean, you know, not that they sell it, but just where it kind of was. But it was also like right now, that it, those are next to the cigarettes. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. But I mean, I was, I was just blown away that you could, you could buy a butt plug at, at Walmart. Apparently, you can also buy them on Walmart's the website. Purchases. Because I went to Walmart.com and I Google or and I and I searched for butt plug and there's a thousand entries. Well, Walmart. See, here's here's another misconception. Just because you can go to Walmart.com and buy it doesn't mean Walmart sells it. Correct. Okay, Walmart.com is a lot like Amazon. Yes. Where you can have these um, items from other other sellers that are then right delivered really, you can by have Walmart. your own shop on right. Walmart. Correct. Com. That doesn't mean that Walmart stocks it and sells it and you can you can figure and walmart's cool about it they'll they'll tell you whether or not you can get it in the store right and they have a store the walmart that walmart app is helpful as shit if you ever shop at walmart can be because it's uh is that a butt plug what the fuck is there's there's all kinds of butt plugs this one's inflatable it's a unisex too it fits up anybody's unisex inflatable butt plug device I really didn't know we need to differentiate plugs for the sexes. I thought that was the one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind you know, of the truly same. uniting factors. We all had anuses. Well, well, we can add. We do have a medical professional on on staff and on air with us right now. We can ask: uh, Is the butthole not, in fact, the uh, the the orifice that brings us all together? Uh, I believe it does. In, in my experience. Uh, the butthole brings us all together. And speaking of bringing us all together, I wanted you all to know that I am the proud owner of an LLC. <laughs> I am the uh, president of the National International Group of Guys Enjoying Reefer. Okay. And national. The National, national in- international, international Group of, group of Guys. National International <laughs> Group of Guys Enjoying Reefer. <laughs> You're you're more you're you're more uh, you're specifically known by your acronym though. 
No, they're not yeah. actually. Whenever, whenever, you know, white people talk about that, they go the national international group of guys enjoying reefer. They don't, they don't acronize it. Yeah. We specifically, uh, go for the acronym. I might, I might start screaming that out the window. <laughs> National International Group of Guys. What are you going to do when those six guys you're actually yelling at turn and say, yo, you talking to us? <laughs> I go, yeah, aren't you a group of guys enjoying reefer? <laughs> I belong to the same association. Uh, That's, uh, what the fuck were we talking about before that? Oh, yeah. Butt plugs at oh, Walmart. Okay. So what got us, what got us to go down looking at walmart.com was... You're talking about that story about a woman who wore an MR uh, butt plug to an MRI. Did you hear about this? Yes, yes, I have, and, and uh, that's pretty wild. I mean, and I, 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 I kind of feel like that's what you get because why, why, why are you wearing a butt plug to an MRI? And not for nothing, but one of the things that the nurse will tell you is that if you weren't born with it, it shouldn't be in or on your body. When you go in there. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I thought she, she probably thought it would be funny or I, I don't, I mean, the, M- I mean, cat scans and <laughs> cat scans and x-rays are one thing because those images usually end up being pretty funny. Like when you can, you can see the, the seven up bottle or the Coke bottle mm-hmm. uh, or the golf club or, you know, whatever it is that happens to, you know, that somebody tripped and fell on while they happened to be bare ass naked. No, and we saw an x-ray of that lady, and it's not funny. No, no. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. It, it, uh, it, I mean, it sucked that butt plug from where it was, <laughs> where it was lodged well up into I the chest it cavity. I accelerating at mock Jesus. Well, the speed of sound <laughs> is what the... Yeah. The speed of sound, 712 miles per hour. Cavity. I, I can't imagine something racing from my butthole to my chest at 712 uh, miles per hour. Yeah, no thanks. I wonder if she came. <laughs> to Jesus, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, when at 712 miles per hour, I don't think that anything respects the, uh, the, the, the makeup of the human body. I think it just plows through. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I guess there just wasn't time to enjoy it. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> so then I was telling the story of the, the last time I was in Walmart at the express checkout, there was an entire sex toy display, um, you know, vibrators, different sizes, butt plugs, you know, with the condoms and the lube. At the register. P- pretty much. Yeah. Like right beyond, the, like you would have, the th- that's the thing is you got to ask, you know, to go beyond the point where you can buy or you got to ask them to get it for you so i don't i'm not asking the lady at walmart to get my excuse me mabel (laughs) i'd like to see the butt plug on the left please you know i'm leaning in i i I, listen i need i'm shopping for a butt plug it's for my brother Uh, (laughs) i want to make sure i get the right one yeah somebody could help me with that Well, you can go to um, Walmart.com. That's what we figured out. I used to work for a, I used to work for a prominent regional drug chain uh, here in Delaware, and um, 
in one of the stores that I I was in. Uh, well, all of the stores actually had a bus that would show up from the local assisted living and retirement communities mm. once a week where they would bring a busload of old folks to shop and get their prescriptions and stuff. And a uh, gentleman came in on the bus one week. He made his way immediately to the front counter and asked the cashier to see a manager because he needed to make a special order. So I go, I answer the manager's call. Yes, I'm, I'm the manager on duty. Can I help you, sir? And he dips into his pocket and he comes out with this advertisement that he had pulled from someplace, a magazine. And it was something that because we distributed the product, they slapped our logo on the ad because you know, regionally you can do that. You know, you can buy, buy a little spot in the back of this magazine or that magazine, or you go in with, with the manufacturer and they add you regionally so that, you know, you can sell their product in your stores. And uh, he says, I'd like to order a special order one of these. So I take a look, and it is a penis pump. <laughs> medical, uh, real deal medical device penis pump. So I, I take the information, and I go to our, our handy-dandy system to, to look at ordering this because we didn't have one on the shelf. It was a special order item. And I explained to him that uh, I'm terribly sorry. This is not an over-the-counter item. You'll you'll need to, it's not prescription, but I can't order it into our department. You'll need to speak with a pharmacist. And his next words to me were, "Son, I don't know if you understand, but I'm 101 years old. I don't have a lot of time." <laughs> wow. So I said, "Well, let's get you a pharmacist." So we walked back, and I had to. I had a pharmacist on duty at that point and a tech with another pharmacist slated to come in but the pharmacist who was slated to come in was a floater because we had a vacation in in progress so our one regular female pharmacist was more than happy to have a discussion with we'll call him mr smith today with mr smith but mr smith was not willing to discuss the penis pump with with said lady mm. so at, at the, the next turn, I, I made a few phone calls, and I found out that the guy was actually right around the corner. He was, he was there, basically. So I explained to him that, you know, before your bus leaves, the gentleman will be here. We'll get you taken care of. So he speaks to the floater pharmacist who happened to be... Um, he didn't speak English as a first language. He was Asian. Um, and there was a bit of a communication <laughs> barrier with the deaf old man. But after everybody had to be fucking hilarious after everybody yelled penis pump over and over again, <laughs> because we why were trying, he just, why didn't, why, why wouldn't you just show him the ad? Well, you he showed you an ad. He should have just showed the guy the ad. Right. But now he's having a conversation. He can't tell how loud he's being. And he's saying penis, but I mean, he started saying penis pump as soon as he walked in the store and it was like, he had no clue how loud he was being. He didn't know that he was shouting. <laughs> so, we, we've now gone through about 30 minutes of, of every now and again, if you're in this area, you hear penis pump shouted very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we, we say, okay, it, we get the order placed and we, we get to the point where we can tell him it'll be in next week when the bus comes. So you can be, and he, he says, he looks at me and he says, son, he said, I told you once, I'm going to tell you again, I don't think you're hearing me. I'm 101 years old. I don't have that kind of time to wait for the bus to get here 
to get my pump. What can be done? Got a hot date. Being the good manager that I am, on my day off, I drove to the warehouse, picked up the item, and delivered it to, to, the, to the home for him. And he was ever so grateful. And about two months later, I read in the paper where they did a big several-page expose. He was this really rich dude who donated over a million dollars to the University of Delaware. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, I, it would have been funnier if you'd have uh, taken your day off, went, got the penis pump, went to the place where he lived, and he was dead. We've been fucking <laughs> No, he was a happy old man, though. That's, hey, man. I mean, do you have any idea how much longer he, he lived beyond that? I do not, but uh, I, I would assume he got some use out of that penis pump because yeah. a- apparently he had a sure thing lined up. <laughs> apparently he did. Hey. He said, son, I don't think you're hearing me. I'm 101 <laughs> years old. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> trying to get it trying to get some tonight mm. is that are we done with the tiktoks yes yes we are all right so big daddy are did you get a new phone i am using an old phone so we will see how long this battery lasts okay so the old phone looks were you able to recover video from the old phone i recovered nothing i shot the whole thing over again i had but, originally done it like out on my deck does the does the possibility exist to recover the video i can't i cannot get past the home screen okay uh, but were you and recording already, were you recording when you dropped the phone yes Let's see do you think we could plug it into a into a computer like take and it, like take it to t-mobile or whatever and have them pull it off or do you not want uh, them because I, I cannot have them scrolling through my media. i i will catch up with you and uh if if we can recover this video, I I just really want to bring our 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 audience the the middle of a video of of you recording, and then all of a sudden it just <laughs> like your face as it starts to fall, and then you looking down after it, and the fall, and the and then after it hits, you wait, and you hear you coming through a doorway, and then w- trudging up through the grass to to get a hold what? of it. What's funny is that has happened to me a few times. There was uh, <laughs> the one that I did where I had on the orange jumpsuit mm-hmm. with the, and in order to get the bars right, I took my phone and I had it taped to the end of a sword, <laughs> so I could took put the sword through the handrails uh-huh. and then I taped it to the, ha- so it was taped to the sword and the sword was taped to the handrail. <laughs> and then I had that balanced on a chair so that I could get the right angle. Right. And again, midway through, I could just like watch it just teeter, 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 and then fell. I'm like, Ooh. and then I had to run and get it. But I, the next time we ever get together, big daddy, I'm going to give you a tripod. <laughs> What's funny is I have two. As a matter of fact, that's when we buy the the other one. He has two. He has two. Yeah, I have two now. I I didn't. I did not have a tripod when I did this the first time. But that's what prompted me to go out and get the the ring light tripod. Yeah, but I I, I'd really like to recover that video of of the 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 device the device just actually making its way off and your face like. (laughs) Oh. 
and then the the brief silence as it sits in the grass while you come trudge on and you can son of a mother I'm and sure the, it looked remarkably like oh right what the fuck <laughs> but then the like it would be funny if it were still recording when you got to it and you couldn't and you couldn't operate it anymore and you're constantly you mother rage slowly son of a like to, the face as you see your phone screen broken <laughs> and then the face and then the face as you can't control anything the temper tantrum that you have and you're like uh-huh. what the fuck mother Okay. Like you couldn't, yeah, act, yeah. you couldn't actually Probably stop it, but it was still right recording. <laughs> and there's no, and there's nobody around that you could trust with actually filming this for you. No, I, no. You've heard I the things he that went. he says. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you not heard some of the shit? That I said? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't. You're you're not embarrassed. To, you're like you're too embarrassed to get somebody to help you shoot it, but you're not embarrassed to show it to the fucking world. That's, that's because I don't at. know. He I has to live. What I'm gonna say. He has to live now. next door to Mrs. Kowalski. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, I can't. I can't knock on a neighbor's door dressed as a uh, an escaped convict. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah, I uh, need you to help me with something right quick. Hi, I'm Can Trey. I, I live in? next door. <laughs> we're, getting, we're, getting a look, we're getting a look into the level of planning that goes into these. There, there is a in lot his of mind, but in his mind, he's having this conversation after he put on the jumpsuit. <laughs> Orange jumpsuit with a sword on my back and a wig and the 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 numbers on my chest. I can't. Yeah, this is not a conversation I can have. I, I can't ask for help no. right now. <laughs> oh, no. and it's not like you can. I don't know. Put on a polo and, and some khakis <laughs> and knock on the door. No, I got to lead in. I got to go. Yeah, you got to. You got to wait till you're completely in costume. <laughs> and then, and I need then a go camera person. Help. Or I need the full wig with the 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 titties and the jersey. That would probably that would probably fly a lot better. And, and yeah, probably, probably like, would. If you were knocked on the door dressed like that. It's not as intimidating as you're wearing a prison uniform <laughs> and a giant sword. Yeah, that's true. A giant sword. Yeah, that's. I'm just saying, it's, a lot of this can be solved with planning. Well, and you know, the, the <laughs> other side of it is, if he goes and knocks on Mrs. Kowalski's door and asks her to hold the camera, and she does, there's going to be a day that you know he has to return a favor, and she's going to come to the door and she's going to knock and she say, "Stanley, um, I was just in the middle of something, and I realized." I don't have one. Do you have a cup of big black cock I could borrow? <laughs> <laughs> and me being the generous neighbor that I am. Flop it right in the teacup. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm a good neighbor. Like State Farm. Like State uh, Farm. You're there. It, I, um, that, that's just, a, it's an old joke that I, I've, Johnny Dangerously was was where they did it really well, where the supposedly Al Capone's wife comes to the door of the teacup and says, uh, could I borrow a couple of bullets? Al's going out tonight and we don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Dangerously is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, and, and always has been my... Michael Keaton was, was fantastic in that. My buddy Damien told me that uh, this Halloween he will be dressing up as Peter Tork. Is that his name? Uh, from the Peter monkeys Tork was in the monkeys Peter O'Toole Peter O'Toole sorry there you Peter go. O'Toole I'm okay. sorry um, from the scene in Johnny Dangerously and he has a 
one of those old timey toilet handles. <laughs> Where he, where the, he goes in and, and he, the bomb is in the toilet. He uh-huh. flushes, flushes the toilet. He's, he lives through the bomb and he comes in. He's like, <laughs> I'm holding my dork in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's his Halloween costume. That's great. And uh, yeah, because that's, oh, we're such fans. Dude, that movie's so fantastic. Like when they start peeling, like when they're peeling the shelf paper off. Oh, that's brilliant. Car. And, so funny. And Mary Lou Henner was just, she was so hot. <laughs> that video he showed his little brother. Walk around with big <laughs> I, I may actually have to go watch this movie now because. You've never I, seen. You've never seen. I think, I, I, think I may have seen like part of it and it was like, eh. You oh, know, it's, like, it's brilliant. No. Joe, dude, Joe Piscopo is best role. Yeah. His best uh, Joe role. Joe Piscopo, yeah, man. He's great. He, he's loved his gun. He's ta- showing his gun. He's like, like, I don't. It was like a forty-five Magnum or some shit. It had this long, obnoxious barrel. And he's like, he's talking to somebody. He goes, like, it shoots through schools. <laughs> it's one of my, lines. my mother hit me once. Once you shouldn't hit me. My mother hit me once. <laughs> yeah, Joe Piscopo is genius in that. Fucking Michael Keaton, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter O'Toole. Oh, the the old lady who played his mom. Yeah, she was popular at playing old moms. Though. Yeah, she, she, she was a, a character of... actor. She did a lot of those. I'm holding my dog in my hand. <laughs> Fantastic movie. Um, Mara, what's the guy's name? He never got anything right. You farging bastages. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Maroney. Maroney. He got, he got deported to Sweden. He says, I'm not even from <laughs> <Somebody> there. <laughs> Fargan Vol. <laughs> you ice holes. <laughs> Fargan bastages. Oh, uh. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that to watch that one again. Movie. I love that. I gotta movie. watch Johnny Dangerously again. I do. Another um, one that would hold up because it was set in the 40s. Yeah, it was a it, it's a period piece. So period piece. Every time I hear period piece, I just think it's like a menstruation video. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. That that only applies to porn. Uh, that's where I've been going wrong. Okay. Because I've been you know trying to find like old vintage, you know, pornography. Like from like the 1800s and shit. It's hard to find. Yeah, that's really that's really tough to come well, by. About the 1800s, I mean. Once in a while, you can get you can get some stuff from the like early 1900s. Yeah. Some dude, think about it. Some people had to beat off to Renaissance artwork. I know it's awful, right? You know I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, unless it's the Rubenesque period where the women were thick. I mean, it's true. Didn't they, but... didn't they find like uh, mummified remains or something of some dude jerking off? Probably. Yes. And Vesuvius. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the uh, Pompeii. Yeah. Yep. You, Vesuvius erupted. It was like, fuck it. I'm beaten off. I mean, hey, man. You think he was? He went out with a smile on his face. Did he? The, vol- the volcano erupted and then he. At least he tried. Do, do you think he was trying to beat the lava or do you think he was in- actively doing that and then the volcano just erupted? I think he probably looked out the window and said, I'm getting one more off. I, I can't beat it. One one more. I can't beat it, so I'm going to beat it. <laughs> He's the only one that had his shit together. You know what I mean? I mean, there's always that guy when you say, what would you do if? And there's always that guy that says, I'd fuck anything that moved. <laughs> and there was nothing moving around him. So. And, and he My says, two, two, two chicks at the same time. And then he says, well, what would you do? Hold real still. <laughs> oh, real still. 
Oh, wow. So uh, how is the forgetful squirrel? How are they doing? Forgetful squirrels is good. We are performing this Friday night at the Newark Arts Alliance. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets are 10 bucks a person. Saturday night, the Forgetful Squirrels are performing in Elkton, Maryland at the uh, at our home location at uh, 919 Bouchot Road. And that is a free house show. That is a, um, we do uh, accept donations. Otherwise, it is bring your own beer. Uh, chips and snacks and shit like that is provided. So Friday night at the Newark Arts Alliance. Saturday night in Elkton, Maryland. Two shows this weekend, motherfuckers. Good for you. Now, I, I, if somebody went to go see the Newark Arts Alliance and then said, oh, I'd like to see this performance, it would be a different performance each night. Com- completely different. And there are plenty of people that double dip and see both back to back. And there are two completely different shows with different games and different people. And since it's all made up on the spot, you will see a completely different show both nights. Fantastic. And uh, anything else you want to? Uh, and my debut with Fearless Improv, that is at the Delaware Contemporary. That will be, I believe, in September. I will have more information as that becomes available to me. Fantastic. That'll be the, the that debut should probably be probably the last weekend in September. Like I said, when I have more information, you guys will have more information. All right. You know, you got like, we were just talking about, um, you know, Paul Rubin in the B block. Oh, uh, yes. And how they, they said he got his, his start in an improv group, that improv group being the groundlings. Right now, do you have, are there characters that you bring out on a, on a, regular basis i mean i know that the things would change but are do you have like that signature the character i don't have i don't have any no that's not true i i do have a few i have a, the at a, at a different iteration of a different podcast i was the bone ranger and that character comes out every so often and there is a a gravelly voiced principal uranus that comes out every so often. The high school principal, Principal Uranus, who hates that. He hates high school kids because they always get his name wrong. Uh, <laughs> that's two. I, I, there's an older black guy who I like playing. He's a bit of a perv. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, yeah, I think everything else is just kind of inspired by what I see. Like if I see someone in a store... And think that motherfucker, that's a character. Yeah, and I'll be that guy. Yeah, I mean you, you, you definitely because I, in the other podcast, I, I, I played a, alongside you when you were Bone Ranger as Tonto Patel. Mm-hmm. Um, those were characters that we really got to embrace and run with, and had a lot of fun with. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy every so often makes an appearance, but I try, but I got to tone that down because you know. <laughs> depending on the audience that's got to be toned down a bit. yeah but uh yeah it, it, we we had a lot of fun and bone ranger and tonto patel were very blue uh but yeah they were uh they were characters like i said that we we got to really try on and and 
and go someplace with. So they're a lot of fun. And Tonto Patel pops out every day. At, at least his his voice and, yeah. and some of his sensibilities yeah. pop out every now and again when I'm talking. I would go right into it, right into it, right into it, you know, I'd yeah. do it. Which, I've done the fluffy voice every now and again for different reasons. Uh, I, I I actually did my Tonto Patel voice for a car full of Indian riders one night <laughs> at their request because I mentioned that I do a character and they said, uh, cause they'd already commented that, you know, I had a great, Oh, we really like your voice. You should be a radio presenter. And, um, you, they, the, the thing that they found most striking about my voice was I didn't have a regional sound. I spoke English straightforward, you could tell it was American, but like you couldn't place where, like there was no, it, there was not a southern draw, and there wasn't a, a, a northeast city or a, a Midwest accent. It was just, it was very plain to them, and they found it appealing because it was easy to understand. But I actually think that's a high compliment that it it wasn't any sort of regional. Yeah, there, there was no region. But the what was really odd was when I. When I slip into Tonto and I do my Tonto Patel and talk like, like this and, and give them the voice and I do say a few things, they started to giggle and they all started to talk in Hindi. So I said, hey, wait a minute. I can talk like this, but I cannot talk like that. So you will need to talk to me in English. <laughs> and, and naturally they laughed again. And what they were, what they had been saying was, it was funny to them that when I did my Indian accent, my impression, that the Indian accent was clearly Indian, but it also didn't have much regionality to it. They they thought it was odd that I had that I, I my regular speaking voice is this fairly generic, non-regionalized version of English. And when I spoke with the Indian accent, it was very similar. It was an Indian accent, but it was it was very non-specific as far as region. Interesting. I I thought it was yeah. was was very interesting. They yeah, like, it's like an everyman. It's an everyman accent. Yeah, and they they were like, it's like, you know, I, how do you feel about? It? I said, well, I I actually feel like it's kind of offensive. I'm I'm kind of doing that apu voice that everybody that you know kind of loses their shit about. And they said, well, with a video image that that that's kind of weird because it it feels more racist with the image, but just the sound. Because it's it's funny to see it come from Damn, your I was mouth. Just gonna, I was just going to pitch we should set a Bone Ranger and Tonto Patel TikTok <laughs> and just have just have AI-generated artwork as those two folks. Oh, <laughs> that would be interesting. And just like take some of those skits and just put them out without any identification that it belongs to us or the, the, the creator of that product, um, without any links to us just sure. put it out there and see like what what the reaction would be i i bet we would probably we'd probably get a pretty good following and then get banned yeah now, I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm willing i'm willing to try because it would be a separate burner account right we'd have to just yeah set we'd up. set up a burner account yeah, and a huge following and then, a, and then a karen would come along i think a, we would Brad would come along i think the best it. way to do it would be on on youtube because some of the skits were a little bit longer yes and uh, we just, you know, we get some rotating images. That I wonder. We... I wonder. I wonder if the creator still has. I think he has some original. Yeah, we should I'm just, sure. We should just take those, take those originals, take take that that AI content, you know, the AI 
just, and just have AI yep. draw the cartoons. Yep. And then, and then put it out there. And yeah, you know, I think just, that's, that's, I think that's a good idea. I think, I think it'd be fun to see where we can get with that. Cause I, those, those bits were legitimately funny while you were listening, like while you were doing them, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. and I, there are many, many times where you just devolve into bits of laughter, <laughs> trying to keep it together. So if we had the raw, you know, recording of us doing that, we could putting that and then just have the, you we know, could edit it into the, something and, and put some images to it. I, I think it's, I think it's a good idea. No, I'm I, I'm I'm on board. I like it. I like I it. I don't know if the creator would be. Well, I I feel I feel like he would be. It's like it's it's breathing a second life into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but he killed it the first time. Yeah. yeah, but when you create something like that, I think you secretly want it to have life. Yeah, and and I I also feel like he can he can more easily take a step back from it. Yeah, it's not if it doesn't directly have name and association, I feel like it's easy to point and go, see, they did it, they did it. I mean you could just blame us. Yep. That too. You know. And I'm not even I don't even show up till like episode nine or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was a bit that was one of the bits that I heard when I was coming to, I guess, audition. Huh? Okay. However you say it, that was one of the things I'd listened to. And I was like, this is the most ridiculous, stupid shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and then you sat in on one. And then I sat in on But no, I, I wasn't. See, when I say something is ridiculous, stupid shit, it's not necessarily an insult. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, these are dudes that, that are willing to, you know, cross. It was like ridiculous, stupid shit. And I want in. Yeah. This sounds like a fucking pile of fun. It was you know, kind of hard to listen to. But sometimes, I, you know, I think if, um, you know, I, I think if we cut those, those out and just set them up I mean, mm-hmm. we could do it with the other ones too. We could set up a whole cartoon network of us <laughs> and all those stupid skits that we did. The AI cartoon network. <laughs> so <laughs> not a bad idea, uh, but it is, it, we're getting close to midnight guys. Oh. And yeah, we've been running yeah, long, and I know yeah. that you're you're on a tighter schedule now. Yeah, I'm getting up at four. Um, <laughs> so, Zoics. in fact, I'm not even going to cut the show tonight before I go to bed. I'm just going to go right to bed. I wouldn't expect you to. I'm running run as long as we've had. We only started like six minutes late, but we just yeah kept track. We there was a lot oh. to talk about this week, and it's we, a lot of behind the scenes. Yes, yeah, we 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 pulled a lot of letting back. our listeners know what to expect and what you know what are, what our ideas are. And, uh, you know, if you, if you, Hey, it's like, and I, I guess that's one of the things I get kind of, I get kind of smacked on, you know, by people is some people is like, you know, it's, you're always just talking about production stuff. And I'm like, well, that's so people know what's going on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What else are we going to talk about besides the show? Yeah. It's, See, it's the only thing that matters. Really? Just the show and Thunder season. Yes. That, that, that is an important thing. Yes, you drove that point home with a 10-minute video. <laughs> I feel like I did. But you drove that point home. People now <laughs> understand exactly how you feel about sundress season. <laughs> God damn it, they understand now. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna learn. They gonna learn today. <laughs> so I uh that's it for this week. Uh I am uh 
Matty Rockdeff. That's Mike Latouris. He's going to bring us home. Yeah, I want to tell everybody that you can go to our website, themediavirus.com. Check out all we all the content that we told you we're going to start putting together there. Um, interesting stuff like uh, our, our, our new way of disseminating our TikToks that we talk about. Um, we're going to start posting. When we mention music in the show, we're going to have Maddie go ahead and put together a Spotify playlist of some curated tracks from artists that we've spoken about or songs that we've talked about uh, so that you can go and listen to the things that we've, we've referenced. Um, and... Um, I did promise to do another season of uh, Just the Tips coming up. So you can find all of that great content at www.themediavirus.com. Uh, you can give us a call at 1646-VIRUS-01. That's 1646-VIRUS-01. If we're live and streaming, typically we will answer the phone. But you can also leave us a message, uh, whether we're streaming or not, and we'll we'll put you on our air. And... Uh, on behalf of Big Daddy, Grease Monkey Pete, our fearless leader, Matty Rockdeff, I'm Professor Mike Latouris coming from to you live at high atop Uncle Butch Studios. This has been the Media Virus Podcast, episode 143C. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. We don't really have any bumpers of Big Daddy.